0: Outside the Rack is brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of the gym aware. In today's world of strength and conditioning, data collections become the utmost of importance. And that's exactly where gym aware separates itself from the competition. Because when we're sitting there and looking to collect data, what data are you actually collecting? And are the numbers you're looking at fitting into the exercises that you're utilizing? And even more so, are they going to answer the questions that you're looking for? Looking at different ways that you are moving the barbell through peak and mean, both velocity and power, is really what separates gym aware from the competition. Being able to understand what your ballistic exercises are doing separate to what your strength exercises are doing really allows you to program at a much more specific level for your athletes. So hop on over to kinetic.com.au to see what Evan and his team have in store for you today. The world of strength and conditioning is filled with some fantastic practitioners that are always searching for more. But more what? What are strength and conditioning coaches searching for to better their ability to prepare their athletes? Well, What about cutting edge information? Or a place where you can find different opinions from forward thinking coaches on what you're doing, how you're doing, and try to get feedback to be better for your athletes? Or what about a place where you'll find like-minded coaches that can provide solid coaching advice and career development for you as you progress through your career as a strength and conditioning professional? Well, this is exactly why we built the Strength Coach Network. You'll have access to exclusive monthly content on top of the sensationally active forum that we have where you can communicate with coaches all over the world to find those answers that you're looking for to help you be a better practitioner for your athletes. So make sure you hop on over to strengthcoachnetwork.com slash CVASPS, that's strengthcoachnetwork.com slash C-V-A-S-P-S, and get your 48-hour trial for only a dollar. I look forward to seeing you in the Strength Coach Network. What's up, everybody, and welcome to the 19th episode of Outside the Rack, brought to you by Kinetic Performance, the makers of Gym Aware. In this show, we're going to try to dive a little deeper into the minds of the top practitioners in the world of sport performance, to learn a little bit more about who they are and how they got where they are today. Today we are joined by the Vice President of Performance and Education at Play, Ron McKeefrey. Mac, thanks for being with us, brother.
1: What's up, buddy? Appreciate you having me, man. Yeah, man, stoked
0: for this. Always great to to chop it up with Coach Mac. But before we get started, man, who who is Ron McKeefrey?
1: Well, it depends on who you would ask, I suppose. But, but you know, the way that I define myself is, I mean, first and foremost, I am a husband. I'm a father. Um, you know, I've been married to my wife for over 20 years now. I have four kids that you know, all four have been adopted uh, internationally. And, um, and then from there, you know, I, I try to be uh, somebody that makes a different a difference in people's lives. And you know, that to me is coaching. Is leading people on a journey. And, uh, and so that's why I identify myself as a coach um, on this path.
0: I dig it, man. And it definitely somebody who's made an impact on a lot of
1: coaches' lives. Well, I think, you know, in this in this field, um, we're a product of the people that we've surrounded ourselves with, you know. And, and I was very fortunate to have teachers that poured into me. And that was important. It was important to me. Um, to a give back to people, um, especially people that give me their time or their attention. Um, but more importantly, we 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 live in a a time where we're still in the first hundred years of the profession, really. And so, if you could go and you could document any other profession better in the first hundred years, uh, we, people would want that, right? If medicine or law or account, you know finance or whatever. And so we have the ability right now, we all have an obligation to kind of document this time period better um, as, as best we can for the people that are going to follow us.
0: Yeah, man, no doubt about it. And You've done a lot to help document it and teach and push people to become better, not just the athletes, but also with coaches. So let's get to the first one because I think it's going to ring a bell with that. If you could, for us, man, describe a learning situation that brought about an epiphany in your career.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, the, the learning situation that I often talk about is, um, you know, when a player showed up late and I threw a plate at him for being late. And, you know, it, come to find out the kid had, you know, this lost his paternal grandfather and somebody that raised him. And it taught me that I could lose a kid, not to confuse. Passion with emotion, you know, and and oftentimes as coaches, we have an emotional response for when we're we're trying to show and demonstrate passion. Um, But I think for this and give you something new and different and maybe more applicable to what I'm doing these days is um, when I was right, you know, early in coaching. So I was 22 years old. I became the head strength coach over in NFL Europe and um i don't know how many people are listening to this that are probably older than 22 probably everybody but to lead a nfl organization at that young was definitely an eye-opener much less to do it in another country and what i learned by that was that the world is 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 becoming much much smaller and even since then that's 20 something years ago um you know, the world is is becoming much smaller. The borders are shrinking, and um, the, the the impact that we can make on the world using our skill sets and strength and conditioning and sport, it might be the only thing that really breaks down borders without any kind of challenges that comes with politics or those types of things. I mean, sport kind of it, it's kind of a universal truth uh, across the board, and so. Uh, I know people think that I'm crazy when I say that we have a chance to really make a difference in the world, but you travel, if you've never traveled, I think it's so important to travel outside of the U S and see how it's done elsewhere. Cause I think it opens your eyes to um, other ways of doing things, but I also think it opens your eyes to just how powerful what we do is um, around this world. Yeah, man. And you've been lucky
0: to be able to be, not just that NFL Europe stint, but back over to Poland, Australia, once or twice.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah, been-
0: once or twice. <laughs>
1: In the last couple months, yeah. yeah. I think um, I've been very fortunate. I mean, my job now, that's exactly what I do. It's one of the reasons why I took it was, um, honestly, I felt like I was called to, be, to make a bigger impact than just the four walls of, of a weight room and um and so yeah i mean i've been on the great wall china and i've been on the sydney harbour bridge and i've been the close of Moher in ireland and the pyramids in mexico and um and all that is really really cool experiences but but it just as equally as cool is working with athletes in those in those environments and and really seeing just how common um we are in so many different ways, and um, and so it's it's an important lesson I think to, to come across uh, in your coaching career. Yeah, man.
0: Well, listen, with all those travels and all the teaching and all the coaches that you've been able to to educate and learn from, what is one question that Mac would ask if he knows he's going to get the answer to it, and why would you ask that question? <sighs>
1: Yeah, I mean, as you know, I mean, I've been doing a podcast for over eight years. And, you know, one of the questions I ask in that is, you know, what's your biggest mistake and how you've learned from it? And I think with this, you know, I think people are fairly, fairly open with that. But I think going even a step further is maybe what's your biggest regret, um, your life regret. You know, I think to be a great coach, I think you have to be a great human. I mean, I think that's the bottom line and, um, nobody's going to, nobody's going to work and train for somebody they don't respect. Nobody's going to work and train for somebody that they, that is two-faced or, um, you know, um, doesn't, you know, doesn't live up to the same standards that they preach or, or whatever it may be. And so I think you have to be a great person. And so learning people's regrets, especially, um, you know, people that are, maybe on their deathbed or close to it and, and and seeing what uh, and how to make the best um, part of this life for everybody, um, I think is is super powerful, you know? And and so to get a a legitimate answer about the biggest regrets, um, I think starts to put together a list for you as a coach, as a person to try to knock off some of those things before you're on that same bed asking for a regret, you know, wishing you would have done something differently yeah man
0: that's a really like it's a gary Vaynerchuk like answer i really like that what's your <laughs> what's your biggest regret
1: yeah gary would have thrown a few f words in there if you want to answer that but but sure
0: yeah no totally well he talks about that right as he says like you need to talk <clears throat> with, with older people because none of them ever talk about like these little things that they they regret it's always bigger things so understanding like what it's like to be at that age and to be at that part of life is to be able to understand how you can
1: do the rest of it better. Well, I think the reason why I'm so conscious of that is, um, again, I became a head strength coach at, at 21, uh, 22, 23 years old, you know, so I didn't have the luxury of having a bunch of mentors before, um, and seeing it a bunch of different ways. So I had to really reach out to, um, all the leaders of the field that, that in that day, you know, and, and you know, so I'd reach out to guys like Mike Gentry and Al Johnson and, you know, um, Ken Meissner and, and on and on and on. And, you know, I, I mentioned those names and probably half the people that are listening, to this probably never even heard of them, you know, and it's a shame. And um, I think learning from the people that have walked down the path that you're walking helps you avoid so many of the landmines that pop up and my, my reasoning for doing that early was, was pretty selfish in that I just wanted to be success. I wanted to be a success as fast as I possibly could. And so I was trying to avoid those mistakes to get to, you know, they're faster. Um, but as a, I've gone and, and a, as I've aged and now that I'm one of the old guys in the profession, um, now it's more about that respect of really, truly, um, learning uh, as much as you can, and and um, and and trying to be that lifelong learner um, that everybody hopes that they can be. No doubt about it, man.
0: Yeah. But listen, with all your travels and all the work you're doing to make coaches better, and everything that you're doing to to drive us forward, there's got to be a time when Mac gets away and gets to come back to neutral a little bit. So, what's your escape, brother?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a good question. And up until I took this job, I, I would have told you that I didn't have one. Um, I, you know, really as a, you know, I, I was an idiot just like we all are and war not taking vacations and things like that as a badge of honor. Um, but I, you know, I, I, and I would have told you that I had zero hobbies, you know, that was, uh, I mean the podcast and things like that was kind of my hobby. At this point now, I've, I've you know, even though I I am probably believe it or not, I'm probably three times as busy as I was as a coach. I've also gotten smarter um, because I've really challenged myself to grow as, a, as somebody that can manage time and um and and scale myself and those types of things. Um, now it's you know two things that are kind of athletic, kind of my form of mindfulness, which is mountain biking and jujitsu. Those, those two things, you know, like you, if you're not present and focused on what you're doing, you're going to get hurt, you know. And so to me, that's, those are um, really, really powerful um, things. But then, as you know, because you've asked me to either speak or, or be at the conference several several times in the last number of years, um, the conference is always over my birthday week, you know. And um, And so what we've done is we've always taken a family vacation during that time. Um, or that weekend anyways, and um, and for me, that's getting completely off the grid, it's it's being in the mountains, where we can't get cell reception, um, can't watch TV, can't do anything but be there with nature and with your family, and um, so we usually either go to the Tennessee mountains or the Virginia mountains and um, completely unplug, and uh, there's no better, there's no better thing than that, um, but obviously, I miss, I miss CVAPs every year, which is, the only trade-off that I, you know makes me makes me flinch for a second but but once i get to the mountains i'm i'm pretty happy
0: virginia mountains are only two hours away just throwing that out I, you know what?
1: I, <laughs> last time we were there i seriously thought about driving over um just for for the, the day but i think my wife would have shot me well
0: let's avoid that so <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's quite true. well but listen Mac, appreciate you man
1: yeah, no. I'll end that with just saying that I think um, it's a lesson that you need to learn sooner than later. That you need to have some outlets, some creative outlets for your, for just uh, ways to challenge yourself outside of strength and conditioning. And then you definitely gotta have some time where you 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 recenter with your family and yourself. And um, I think it's super important.
0: No doubt, no doubt about it, brother Mac. As always, brother, great to chop it up. Great to see you, man. So stoked you're doing awesome and truly appreciate everything you're doing to to help us be better, man. Like, I don't think enough people say it, but you're a rock for all of us, homie, and I really do appreciate you.
1: Oh, likewise, man. I know how much goes into this stuff and for you to be putting stuff together, especially during the season, uh, it's a testament to yourself and, and, and all the, work, the hard work that you do. So appreciate you as well, man. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. We'll be in touch real soon, brother. Likewise. Yeah, man.